Back on Stanko, Stance here with your reaction to the Amazon Prime original movie, My Spy. Directed by Peter Seagal, also known for Tommy Boy, Anger Management, 50 First Dates, The Longest Yard, Get Smart. Fan of the, uh, the friendly comedies, if you will. Uh, written by Eric Hober and John Hober. Stars Dave Bautista, Chloe Coleman, Parisa Fitzhenley, and Christian Shaw. And for a brief synopsis, for those who don't know about the movie My Spy, because it hasn't gotten a lot of marketing, I would say, is My Spy is about a hardened CIA operative played by Batista finds himself at the mercy of a precious nine-year-old girl played by Coleman, having been sent undercover to surveil, to survey this young girl's family. And from there, it's a classic tale of a hardened man growing a soul in a Young woman, nine years old, growing confidence and becoming confident in herself. Amidst all that is uh, the mother of Coleman's character, played by Parisa Fitzhenley. And then Christian Shaw, she plays the partner uh, of JJ, played by Dave Bautista, the hardened CIA agent. So going into this movie, I was kind of excited because you know what? Dave Bautista's been kind of on a roll. It felt like a very easy watch. Um, and I immediately felt like I was going to get the vibes of Stuber going into this movie. Again, Stuber, not a great movie, but not terrible. Just kind of a, a good, entertaining, mind-numbing kind of movie. And so, with that being said, in the opening five minutes of the movie, I did not think this movie was going to be tolerable at all. It opens up with Russian, uh, Russian agents with Batista undercover, then blowing his, then he blows his cover, and then it's just a bunch of explosions with the action not directed that well. And the opening was just, it was... It was just not very good. Um, and it, it was just, it was kind of more hokey than I thought. And I, maybe it's my own expectations going in. I wasn't sure. But this movie turned out to be much more of a kid's movie than I ever expected. Now, with that being said, it is rated PG 13. So, again, this is where I'm a little bit confused about where this movie is, who it is directed towards. You can get away. I mean, there's a lot of violence for this movie to kind of be PG, if you will. But, I mean, you can get away with rating it PG. I think most parents would be okay with their kid watching this movie. It's There's not a lot of gross comedy or anything like that. There's nothing sexual about it in any way. But that was the biggest thing going through this movie. It's a lot more kids-related than I ever would have thought. So, we get we go carrying on with the movie and... It gets to the point where JJ is told by his boss, played by Ken Jeong, that he's been basically demoted and has to go spy on the family of Kate, again, the mother of Sophie, uh, because something that went wrong with the past mission, uh, and they are related to somebody who's a very bad person who may come after them. Naturally, as this movie goes on, that bad person does come back into the picture. But again, that's not the main story of the movie. The main story of the movie is about... Um, is really about the growth of JJ and Sophie kind of uh, prying open the uh, the soul of JJ and the idea for him to open up and not just be so focused on the job. So, but there, the in the part of watching this movie is you have to establish that Sophie is a little bit down in her dumps. She doesn't have the most confidence. She's starting in a new school, and there's nothing more than I hate than watching bratty kids pick on somebody. Whether that be from personal experience or what have you, it's just really, really tough to watch. Um, and so that that happens a bit in this movie as well. And then there's also the cringeworthy moments. This is just for me. I mean, for other people, it may be easy to watch. But it 
it's the the cringeworthy moments of JJ just being mean to Bobby again Christian Shaw's character the partner that he doesn't want but she's so excited and so again you have to get through those moments of establishing the people that they have some faults right and that they're going to improve from those faults I get it's necessary it's just tough to watch me I'm not a fan of uh watching kids being bullied for the most part now where the movie starts to take a turn for me where I start to really enjoy it more is when uh JJ goes on a uh, special friends day to school because her mom can't go and you kind of see JJ realize what Sophie goes through at school and him kind of step up for her in a way and he makes a massive impact not only on her the kids but also uh other people in the school as well um and it also made me miss dodgeball because there's a dodgeball scene in there and average joes for those listening know the true tale but I just wish there was dodgeball again because I like dodgeball but that was but that was a good scene and again you kind of as we're going through there the relationship starts to open up and it's very exciting uh, we get introduced to um, roommates of Kate, of Kate and Sophie and also JJ and Bobby who are living in the same apartment building as the people that are monitoring. Um, and you know what? I should have mentioned earlier, but I'm bad at this. I'm just starting at this. But I should mention that the reason that JJ and Sophie have to become friends is because Sophie, in her smart nine-year-old ways, also the incompetence of the CIA and JJ and Bobby and really... Nobody's smart in this movie, which is fine. That I guess even the playing field, but there's a lot of stupid mistakes. But Sophie realizes that somebody's spying on them because they, she finds a camera in one of the dog's toys, and then she is able to follow the Wi-Fi signal, and boom, walks right into the apartment building of JJ and Bobby, and then basically she starts backmailing JJ to teach her to be a spy to be cool. There we go. Should have mentioned that earlier. And then that is why she blackmails JJ to go to the special friends day, and that's where we get there. So, again, we're all in the same apartment building. The only one who doesn't know about the spying is is Sophie's mother, Kate. Uh, we are introduced to a, uh, a gay couple who, uh, play, who are basically across the uh, next-door neighbors, if you will, to Kate and Sophie. And they're arguably the funniest people in the movie. Uh, the silent gay partner in this relationship is hilarious. Uh, huge fan. So... They're really, really funny. And again, they take a twist toward the end, which kind of had me surprised in a way. Like, I kind of guessed what was happening, but it was a little bit of a swerve. So again, it wasn't terrible. Nice little nice little twist there. But they're really funny. They get more integrated in the movie as well. Um, there's a classic uh, romance that starts brewing between JJ and Kate, because obviously uh, the husband's no longer in the picture. Kate is a single mom. And Sophie, the young nine-year-old, is definitely shipping this relationship, trying to set them up. There is awkward dancing. There's awkward dates. Um, yeah, it's just tough. But during these scenes, we kind of get to see the little intricacies. And I think there's a scene where Bobby is watching. I believe she's watching a date, spying on them through the telescope. And she's literally just eating popcorn and just saying, oh, no, he's screwed. He's screwed. And it was just very funny. There's those little cutaway moments that are funny. And again, this movie... It's not highbrow by any means, and it's a lot more kids-friendly than I ever thought, but that's all right uh, because it, it takes like probably 20 minutes, half hour to figure itself out, but then once it gets going, it's pretty strong. Um, so, but it gets realized that they get pulled off the case um, because guess what? The CIA doesn't think that Sophie and Chloe are in any more danger because their uncle, their family member, uh, 
is no longer going to attack them because he's presumed dead. Obviously, he's not dead for anyone who's seen any kind of movie like this. But at the moment in time, uh, JJ tells Kate that they are really CIA agents. Uh, Kate gets really upset. Their budding romance is, is on the rocks. The craziest thing about this, and again, how stupid the CIA was, is that after JJ and Bobby are fired from the CIA for getting too close to Sophie and Kate, they're allowed to go back to Chicago and pick up their equipment? There's no way they would do that. They would send other people to do that. Like, what? What? That makes no sense at all. I don't understand it. I understand for the point of carrying the movie along, but again, this is just, it's one of those things that was so easy, like, it, I don't know. I didn't get it. They literally went back and they were packing up equipment, and there's no way that they would allow that if they were fired. Anyways, it's a movie. Suspension of disbelief, Stanko. I know, take it. But let's see. Um, and then as we go through, there's a big twist at the end where it puts Sophie and Kate in danger, leading JJ to really kind of save the day with the help of Bobby. Um, and we get to this giant airfield, which is the end of the movie, where the climax is, where there's a lot of, there's some great self-referential humor, uh, which genuinely made me laugh and i didn't expect to laugh this much um there was a there was the joke about who builds a runway at the edge of a cliff and again because when you see the pull away shot of the landscape that they're this time this final scene is going to be in you immediately think going that's a short runway at the end of a cliff that doesn't make much sense and they reference it and then there's a fight that involves a propeller and some gas and some fire and an airplane and bobby uh, makes the reference of this all sounds familiar, doesn't it? This all this all looks a little bit familiar. A great reference to Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, with Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones fighting the Nazis. Um, so again, self-referential humor, love it. Made me chuckle, made me laugh. Good job. So again, the movie is growing on me as it goes to its conclusion. And we get to the end of the movie. There's a great callback to the idea of walking away from explosions without looking back at them. Nice little cool moment there. Um, and. It, it's at this point where I really, I really think the movie My Spy is best when Chloe Coleman and Kristen Shaw are on screen, whether it be together, whether it be separate, but they're the best parts of the movie. That's not saying that Dave Bautista is bad or Parissa Fitzhenley is bad as her characters as JJ and Kate, but there's no doubt that the chemistry of Chloe Coleman with everybody is really good. And Kristen Shaw is just really funny. She knows how to be her own self, her own character. She knows her shtick and she does it really well. And she did it really well in this movie. So I like that. I, I liked it. And again, the movie grows on me as it goes on. So naturally at the end, uh, JJ and Bobby get their jobs back. There is one thing at the end, which I really just kind of, I didn't like, I like the sentiment of it, but there was a, a equal pay joke for men and women that's literally in the last 30 seconds of the movie. And again, I agree with the sentiment for sure, but it just didn't land. It just seemed forced. Didn't seem great. Kind of from out of nowhere. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of that joke. But again, this movie, I'm not expecting super, super high brow, if you will. So it, it, it was fine. It just, it rubbed me the wrong way. But, so in the end, My Spy is not, it's not the movie I expected, but with that being said, it wasn't bad either. It's a, I think it took the movie about 20, 30 minutes to kind of warm up to what it was, and then once it found its footing, it was a very enjoyable movie. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to absolutely everybody. I think it's for a certain audience. I do think kids could watch this movie. I really don't think it's that bad at all. Dave Bautista's kind of find, found a lane of being the, uh, the relatable action hero for how buff and how big he is he's found a way to do it 
pretty well uh, between everyone loving him in Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers uh, to doing the same thing in Stuber. Um, and he, he's found his shtick. He, he's done a good job. And credit to him, he's probably, I mean, in terms of wrestlers having an acting career, is he behind the rock right now? I need to do some research on that, but I think probably. Um, so again, this movie this movie is pretty good. So I gave my spy a, a C plus. Um, again, it's not the best movie in the world. It's not the worst movie in the world. Um, I enjoyed it. It is on Amazon Prime. It's a very quick watch. I would say I did pause it probably two or three times during the movie to go do other stuff. So it didn't grasp my attention the entire, entire time. But for somebody else sitting down, it may do that for them. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be a C plus for me. Yeah, not the worst movie in the world, not the best movie in the world. But if you need a mind-numbing thing on a rainy day, you'll gladly get it. And I also gave the movie 2.5 out of 5 stars. So C+, 2.5 out of 5 stars. And in terms of the stars in the movie, you know Dave Bautista from The Avengers and from Guardians of the Galaxy, Stuber. He was also in Hotel Artemis, which was uh, came out 2018. Uh, I recognize Chloe Coleman from the Amazon Prime series Upload, which came out recently, which I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I ever would. Uh, Parissa Fitenley was recently in Fantasy Island uh, by Blumhouse, which stunk. Terrible. Dreadful. But I immediately recognized her from Luke Cage and Jessica Jones first, which are both good shows on Netflix. And Christian Shaw, you guys will know her voice immediately uh, from like BoJack Horseman or Bob's Burger. She's a huge, a huge force in voice work. Though if anyone wants to see really Christian Shaw kind of thrive with acting on screen not even necessarily acting but she did a skit with conan o'brien for his uh for his daily night show where they both got superhero costumes and they both played up to their superhero monikers and it was very funny so again the cast is good the class knows her role the highlights are chloe coleman and Kristen shaw for sure my spy takes a little bit to get going but in the end very very enjoyable if you're looking for just some mind-numbing entertainment so stanker rating of a c plus 2.5 out of five stars